If you love the Black Married and Dead Free podcast, if you get any joy, if we've ever done anything for you, do us a huge favor and go and give us a five-star review on this podcast. Leave us a comment if you like, but that helps our viewership ranking. Peace. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Shira. Come on, Shira, I got the dimples popping in there. Yeah, you're looking real, real uh, beautiful right there. Oh, thank you, Marcus. Absolutely, man. Uh, so, Shira, we're just kind of we were just having a great conversation, and yes. like we do so often, and we're like, man, we got to turn on the camera and really talk about you know, just whatever we're talking about. So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, me and Shire were having our inflation debate. If you uh, looked at our last, <laughs> our last episode on inflation, which was really cool. It was right at the, the start of inflation last year. Boy, it's been lit ever since. Yes. And so we were just kind of having our debate. And I think we came to an understanding, right, Shire? Yes, I guess. <laughs> okay. If you've seen that episode, it probably got real awkward because- <laughs> I don't think I was understand like I know what inflation is, right. but I don't think I was understanding it in the appropriate terms for My the example. conversation. Yeah. yeah. So we know that inflation is the rise in costs of goods and services. And uh it's at a seven, I think at 7.5 uh, as of a few days ago, percent increase. And so that means everything's higher. Uh gas prices, as we know. The cost, Shire, I was so shocked by the cost of uh, vehicles. Yes. Uh, rent, uh, used vehicles up 40%. Yes. I mean, and we joked about this because, hey, y'all, we, we you know, y'all, y'all know our story. We're, we're not uh, where we want to be yet, but thank God. We're, we're not, not where, where we, we used, used to be. be right? Okay. And so, you know, you, 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 you want to enjoy that, right? Financially. But it's kind of like, dang, as soon as we start bettering our financial situation, now we're dealing with hyper uh, in- inflation. I don't know if it's hyper. Here we go. We're about to go, we go down go, another y'all. rabbit hole. <laughs> Is this the worst of it, Shire? Do you think you think it's going to get better from here? Or do you think it's going to get worse? From here? You know, I don't. I think that once people have raised their prices, they're not just going to lower them. Yeah. You know, especially um, there's a lot of talk around increasing the minimum wage. We mm. might not see that done federally, but certain states are looking at that, which will um, contribute yeah. to, you know, higher, higher costs um, for goods and services, as you, as you mentioned. So I, I don't think that we're going to be trending down. Um, and one thing that um, Marks and I discussed, you know, we had actually come across a YouTube channel yes. and the YouTuber 
was a real estate investor and he was saying, you know, the cost of goods and services are going up. The cost of everything is going up. And if you're a landlord, you really need to think about going up on your rent. Facts. And we hadn't really had this conversation per se. Like we would tiptoe around it. You know, I remember I used to listen to podcasts like Bigger Pockets and mm-hmm. they would talk about going up every single year. <laughs> Yeah, like it was part of their uh, their business their model, business model, right? <laughs> Every single year, and and I never wanted to be a landlord that went up every single right. year. But at the same time, it's like that's what these folks are doing. Yeah. They're very successful, and you know, like I grew up in a single family, you know, single parent home. And I'm just like, if their rent was going up like this every single month, like not every single month, excuse me, every single year, yeah. it would be tough. So we try to have a level of empathy, especially with the pandemic. Yeah. But now it's just like, I mean, what should we, we be doing? We have to, because you, that's the thing about inflation is you have to adjust. And unfortunately our W2 jobs, many of us uh, in America, it doesn't keep up with inflation because you may get 3%, 4% on a good year. You know what I mean? Well, hey, you still lost money based on this 7.4% inflation rate. So if you own real estate, right, if you if you are an investor, you have to adjust. And unfortunately, that's going to fall back on somebody. But as goods and services rise, people's prices is rising. I mean, barbershops, uh, right? Uh, we talked about that last time, how I, hey, I had to, you know, do my own, you know, situation because I just couldn't pay for, <laughs> I couldn't pay the 60 to a hundred dollars for the same haircut I was getting for $25, right. but I get it. I respect the industry. And, uh, you know, so you just have to adjust. Everybody is, we're in an adjustment period. Right. Right. And I will say that we have had to do some repairs on some of our properties and the costs have been through the roof like I don't even want to talk about it yeah. and, and you know it the prices for certain repairs have gone up significantly so yeah. in some ways it is justifiable you know if landlords you know are going up on their rent and the conversation that he was having really centered around small landlords so mm-hmm. landlords that own 10 or less properties yes. really because the thought is is that it's like one in every seven homes in America is owned by a corporation and they're going to go up mm-hmm. you know so it's just like well they're going up. Small landlords need to, need to think about that as well, especially yeah. like if you're living on the income or you are really depending on that income to expand your business. Yeah. And, and sidebar, uh, but I recently saw an article online that's, that showed that it's still, and it's, it's, it's the gap is, is shortening, but it is still cheaper to own in America than it is to rent. Just a, just really? a digress. Yeah. Yeah. Because of the, uh, people raising their rents, landlords raising their rents, corporations raising their rents. And so that's something to consider too, when you're talking about owning and and renting, but we've already had that discussion. Right. It's just the barrier to entry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but Shire, here's the crazy thing. You know, sometimes uh, you're away and, you know, as our listeners know, I'll fill in and do the podcast episode myself, you know, try to try to do my little thing. Well, there was one week. It was when it was, when we were getting the, stimulus checks like when when uh president biden had come in and his first round of stimulus checks i sat and i did a a podcast i was at uh, i was at work and we ended up not using it because i think me and you were able to record later that week Mm -hmm. but i literally called this this is before inflation hit last year and i said we're gonna see rapid inflation we're gonna see inflation like we haven't seen because they're printing more money they printed 20% 20% of the, uh, the uh, 
the money in circulation was printed within the last don't quote me on this y'all fact check me but i it's around 20 percent of the cert money in circulation was printed in like the past two years or something like that during the pandemic and it's like we watched uh, aziz on snero his comedy bit and he was saying <laughs> they're just telling people stay at work or stay home stay home don't come to work we'll send you money it's like you guys have money like that yes yes stay at home i mean even people <laughs> that probably didn't need the money were get. i mean we got a check we you know checks, i'm like, like okay i'll take it uh, you yeah. know let's just you know but and part yeah. of my what my my episode was saying shire was to consider doing something with that money you yes. know, because with us we started our kids uh 529s with with all this stimulus money and we were just kind of you know blessing them and trying to build something for them so i was admonishing people to do that little did i know we'd be here today like it's kind of crazy I, I mean i saw it happening but Sarah, so my question is do you think the stimulus checks the stimmies do you think that contributed heavy to this the printing of money uh i know that the, you know they try to say this is going to be a short-term thing blah 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 so two questions did the stimulus did the stimulus checks contribute to this inflation and two do you think this is a short-term thing or do you see it how long do you see it lasting i need your shower prediction oh my goodness okay my prediction is um that yeah definitely contributed but there are a lot of families that really really needed that money you know and so most people needed it you know and so it was necessary considering the circumstances um but it's funny to me how certain um sectors really profited you know um during this during this uh time of economic yeah (laughs) this time of economic hardship for so many people but there are still certain Mm -hmm. um individuals certain industries that just really uh thrived you know and did well and continue to do it to do so so um yeah i definitely think that that is a contributor and I don't think inflation is going anywhere. And I hope that it slows down. I really do. Yeah. But if it don't, we're going to be eating at home a lot more often. <laughs> well, let's talk about that. Shia. Let's talk about that. Because I saw a meme the other day that, you know, said two years ago and a couple was bringing home groceries. They had like, you know, five, six bags of groceries, you know, say a hundred, four hundred dollars. Right. And mm-hmm. then fast forward to now, they had two bags of groceries, some bread, you know, some yes, eggs, yes. milk, and it was the same hundred dollars. So is it still cheaper to eat at home yes. or is it the same as eating out? I no, mean, no, no. It's cheaper because see, when I make a meal at home, we're going to eat this for two to three days. <laughs> Shara make y'all, let me tell y'all, Shara make these meals. She act like there's 20 people in this house. Like there's only four of us and I'm the only male here that's going to eat all this food. Yeah. But yes, you do make a, a, a lot to last. Shara, so I do appreciate right. that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the grocery bill has definitely gone up. Ooh. Like it has gone up a lot. Um, but at the end of the day, I think it is still cheaper to eat at home. Yeah. Um, I agree. I agree. So we, so we think it's here to stay. That's, that's interesting. Um, now they're saying it was, it, it was, some of it has to do with the supply chain and, and the the backlog and all this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. due to COVID restrictions. What, What do you think about that? Do you think, once they get that together, shouldn't it, shouldn't it get a little bit better or no, I think folks got a taste of that, you know? Yeah. Nobody's going to all the bread. You right. know what I'm saying? Like you, you might be able to get that bread cheaper, but you're going to need a coupon at this point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like, they've got a taste 
a, a taste of, you know, what they, um, what they can charge. Yeah. And for cars, I really hope that improves because the inflation on like a used vehicle it's difficult to get a new vehicle. Yeah. Um, it's just really crazy. So I'm wondering if that will lead people to a uh, ride share because mm. why pay, you know, a 350 car no, another hundred dollars for car insurance when I can Man. Uber where I need to go, you know, for fifteen dollars. Well, sure. Let's talk about it. I mean, because you mentioned something a few podcasts ago about uh people this being a society of people who don't own anything, mm-hmm. right? Because it's going to be, is it just cheaper to just do ride share? Uh, is it cheaper to rent than it is to own? I mean, as these costs of uh, homes, cars, and different things that we own now, as those rise, will our kids' generation just come into it using some of these uh, these applications that, 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 will, that will have sprouted up, you know? Right, and that become the new normal. And that become the new normal I mean, where no one owns anything. Everyone just kind of uses... I'm going to use this. I got an app for this. I got an app for that. You know what I mean? Right. I have seen so many memes that talk about how our parents' generation or the generation before them had it easier than millennials. So based off of that, I know they are just memes and not research, but based off of that, what sign or indication has been shown, you know, that it will be any easier for our, for our kids. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's funny, Shire, because I was on the weekly uh, Juice podcast a, a couple of days ago, and they asked me a really good question I want to ask you. Um, they asked why, you know, we talked about us investing out of state and how to some that that's considered risky. And they asked, well, you know, what gives you that? What, what empowers you to do something like that, to like do something that others may consider risky uh, when it comes to like investing or earning money? Like, why, why do we do what we do? And, you know, my answer was, we really don't have a choice as, as millennials, we've been dealt this hand and it's like, we, we can't do the blueprint that our parents did, uh, and, and see the same success. We have to do something, you know, different. So well, what, what do you think, Shire? What, mm-hmm. why are we on this journey? Like what, right. what makes you, what empowers you to do these things, to invest your money, to rent out of state and, and do some of the things that, you know, let's be honest, our parents would have would have never thought thought to do you know yeah i I look at it as uh survival Mm. because it's definitely not greed you know what i'm saying like it's like this is what is necessary um depending on your industry you know i work in social services Mm. you know type fields and that's not necessarily you know a high paying field you know and so um definitely not you know i'm probably your your average around the way you know, girl or around the way family, you know? And so I look at it kind of as like, this is, this is necessary or this will be necessary in order to have, you know, a good lifestyle, a comfortable lifestyle, lifestyle. you know? So whether it's investing in the market or real estate for us, it was, you know, it's a combination of both. I look at it kind of as a necessity. Like, how are you not doing this? You know, I don't, I don't know. Because I don't feel any types of special, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't feel like, man, everybody's living like this. I'm living, you know, I'm up here with it. It's just, we're doing the things necessary to, to have a, a good life for our family and our kids. And it's not, it's not even anything special anymore. You know what I mean? And that's what hopefully this platform has shown is that if they can do it, they're regular, just like me and you, like, like Shire said, without us putting our business too out there, like 
we we're we're not exceptional earners you know what mm-hmm. i mean we, we do we're just smart and do good with the resources what that we have. We, we have yeah and so you can do that too yeah and, and, I, and we have to yeah and i mean when i say we're average like we're average mm-hmm. like there's a lot of people written luxury cars and mm-hmm. trying to stunt for the gram mm-hmm. and if you just do what they did whatever it is they do right you know <laughs> you know you'll be i know what they do they get you to give give you give them your money that's what Ex- they do exactly <laughs> but it's just like no we're we're an average family yeah. and we're still figuring out ways to win you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah and so for us if you go back to the beginning it started with a, a refund check yeah that enabled us to purchase a condo Mm -hmm. and that, you know, it just, it became this one thing after the, you know, the the next thing after the next thing, but it's just building wealth over time and being smart with whatever it is that you have. You don't have to have what the next person have has, but what you have, you just make sure that you're doing the very best with it, being a good steward of what you have. Yeah. And, and then be patient, you know, uh, you can't, you're not going to build wealth quick and, and, and you're going to be beat. You're beating your head against the wall, trying to do it that way when you should be more focused on the consistency, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's, what's really worked for us. And it's not, it's not easy shy, right? You see other people doing it and you want to like, man, maybe I could do something to flip it quicker. We talked about right. that this morning. It's right. like, well, maybe if I, if I start doing this, maybe I can just get to my goal faster. And right. this is like, yeah, but that that's that worked for them. That might not work for you, you know. So. Right, because you're stuck in this continuum of time. Yeah, yeah. Like you can do what someone else did. Yeah, you know. But if they did it ten years ago and mm-hmm. you're doing it in 2022, you different may results. not. Yeah, you will have a different result. Yeah. And so, like that is the thing that I think a lot of people miss. Yeah. You know, is that we're in this continuum of time, so. You know, unless you're doing it simultaneously with, with them, them, right? <laughs> it's hard with the with the exact same, mm-hmm. you know, investment amount and all this kind of stuff. It's hard to uh, to mirror their results, right? Know? And I think when you mention patience, that's really important mm-hmm. because, you know, we bought our first two properties in 2017, and then we didn't buy again yeah. until. 2021 yeah. right we bought our first two in 2018 oh 2018 we and paid then off 2021 debt. okay we paid off that in 2017 okay yeah. yeah 2018 and then we didn't buy it again until 2021 yeah so there was a lapse of time yeah. right the yeah. lapse of time of pepper preparation preparation there was a lot of squirming come on shy tell on me there was a lot of shy we need to do this and i, I i'm not moving fast enough shy had to talk me marcus, off a few cliffs yes marcus <laughs> is a little you know marcus is a risk taker y'all know marcus if you uh because we bought three properties last year mm-hmm. and at a certain point i just stopped asking questions <laughs> i didn't know where the money was coming from i didn't you know marcus said i want to get another one i'm like marcus now it's not the time you know and he said i'm just gonna put in the application anyway <laughs> so he he went and put the application in anyway and then it was like oh we got approved yeah it's like when shara sees that approval she's like well we must got the money somewhere and i'm like know? why didn't you ask for more money it's somebody you know anyway but yeah man so there was like like you got to be patient there's some seasons of patience that, yes. that you have to have yes. and you know so pretty much this whole podcast is just about we're in this with you you know, we, we're seeing inflation. We're right there with you. Sometimes we just need to come together as a family and just talk about it because, mm-hmm. it, you know, things happen, Shire, and 
we just internalize it and just kind of trying to deal with it on our own. But that's why we got this whole, you know, platform, this whole community is just like, y'all, we feel it too. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> and we're, we're real people. Yeah. And while we're trying to win, you know, I hope that you're doing the same. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't want you to be listening to this podcast 10 years from now. We on an Island. Like we want you on the Island. Right. Too. Let's come on you y'all. Know, let, let's, let's get do it. this together. You know? you know, and, and also to not be discouraged. Oh yeah. my goodness. Like, if you're online and just, you know, you on the gram and it's That's just sometimes like the worst place to be, you know, I just turn it <laughs> off sometimes, you know, I just need a break. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, you know, yeah. single mom quits her job and becomes a million, you know, the same things that I've right. said before, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it can happen. It can happen. Like you can be that millionaire that just it, that one year, like it can happen. And I, my son could also turn into LeBron James. I, you know, well, I mean, it's possible, well, right? <laughs> you, you know, and, and it's not to like steal your hopes to say that you won't be rich mm-hmm. and that you won't have a six figure course, but let's just get real. <laughs> Like, let's just be real. Like you can, buck. you can still win yes. and work a nine to five job. Like yeah. you can still win and like be married and have a family. Like wow. you can, you can still win, you know, do, doing your very best. Yes. You know what I'm saying? It's like what, what Marcus, what you had said at the beginning, I'm not, you know, necessarily where I want to be, mm-hmm. but I'm not where I used, where I used to be. To be. And yeah. just a simple fact that I'm not where I used to be. I mean, I can say amen to that. Yeah. Like I can be happy in that. Yeah. I don't, you know, it's hard, yeah. right. To find the contentment and to find, you know, peace of mind, you know, when we're looking at everyone else yep. and seeing how well looking they're at doing. your little bit and you just like, oh man. Yeah. When somebody's looking at you and thinking that you're doing it, you know? Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Man, this was good. This is a good little talk right here, Shy. How you feeling about this episode? Yeah, I feel pretty good. <laughs> I do. I mean, we talked about inflation. I didn't go down a rabbit hole too much. <laughs> I needed some credit. Y'all, we talked about like I had to explain it, my my uh, you know, theory about it to her for five minutes before we turned on the camera. So y'all caught the tail end of it. But yeah, inflation is here. It looks like it's here to stay, and we just have to pivot and adjust. And we we, you know, as you pivot, so are we. Yeah. So, I guess that's the moral of this uh, pod. We hope you enjoyed it. So for Black Mary and Death Free, this is Marcus, and I'm here with my lovely wife. Shira. We're going to holler at y'all on the next episode. Peace. Bye.